Hey everyone, this is Rose, and welcome back to my cabin. Hey y'all, I'm sitting here drinking a beer and enjoying a beautiful East Texas night here on the plantation. I got done with another 11-hour day today at the golf course, working my dick in the dirt like a fucking idiot for virtually no money at all, <laughs> and um... Now I'm just finally home and relaxing, trying to find some peace. I fed all my animals, gave them fresh water. And now that the days are so short in December, like when I wake up and I leave for work in the morning, it's fucking dark and I come home and it's dark and all of my days of sunlight are spent at work. So when I come home, my animals are spooked because there's tons of coyotes and night predators out. And they're not really interested in being all cuddly and cute. So now I'm just hanging out with y'all. Uh, made myself some dinner. And let's talk. So in today's podcast, I want to talk about what turns me on. What does it for me? What pushes my buttons? Mm. All right, y'all. So first and foremost, at work, there's a new boss. Our golf course is being renovated and so there is this company that I'm familiar with. Um, they renovated my other golf course that I used to work at, which shall remain nameless, uh, just in case some of my old employees or bosses are listening. Um, but this company goes around the entire world redesigning and renovating golf courses. So I'm familiar with this company. I've known the employees for a few years now. We have a bit of a reputation I am infamous, obviously, <laughs> can't help it, but there's a new boss and y'all, he is fucking sexy. He is so sexy. And I'm not quite sure right now if it's a combination of me being attracted to authoritarian figures or him just physically killing it, <laughs> looking great. Uh, so first and foremost, what turns me on in a man? So when I meet men, the ones that are desperate and who try to get in my pants don't attract me at all. That's not attractive, especially when they're ugly. Like, I've said this before and I'll say it again, but two different men can say the same exact things to me and act the same way towards me, but really the determining factor of whether they're a creep or like the sexiest person on the planet is whether or not I find them physically attractive. And you don't need to be the most physically attractive person on the planet for me to be attracted to you or for me to want to fuck you, you know? So that's what I'm trying to get at here. And this, having this new boss really made me think of this. It made me want to talk to you guys and tell you, really explain in depth what does it for me. And I think a lot of sugar babies will agree with me in that people, men specifically, in positions of authority, who have their shit together, who have a positive reputation, and who are not desperate to fuck you, those are the best ones. Oh, those are the best ones. I like a well-kept man. It is very important for me to have dental hygiene in my, you know, not spouse, but uh, my sexual partners. I like, for example, Big Daddy 
as much as I hate to talk about him, he always used to go for pedicures and manicures, which is kind of like a metrosexual thing, like borderline gay. But Big Daddy's bisexual. So let's all remember that. Uh, I love confidence. Confidence speaks to me. It is such a vital um, quality in men. So what I really look for in a guy, as far as attraction is concerned, is you need to be a titan of your industry. You need to be a master of your domain. Somebody like, for example, my mentor and long-term very good friend is a master of horticulture. He knows everything there is to know, every Latin name of every plant, every affliction and disease that plants carry, especially locally in this area. And he's a fucking boss when it comes to knowledge and knowledge base. And I so respect that. That is such an attractive quality to me. But I would never fuck him because I respect and love him so much as my mentor. So I, I have categorized him into a different category, like the the no zone, the no go zone. <laughs> like you will never fuck him. It's never going to happen. The opportunity has never and never will present itself. I'm not even interested. He might as well be like a Ken doll or like a GI Joe to me, you know, like he doesn't have a dick. <laughs> so that he's like family, you know? And so you don't want to fuck your family, you know, <laughs> that's no good. Um, but anyone who is just brilliant and I, I, when you can see that somebody is clearly smarter than you in something that you're passionate about, that is so attractive to me. Um, I think it's very important, me personally, to recognize that I am not the smartest person in the room. I probably never will be. And there are eight different kinds of confirmed human intelligence. So I do truly believe that everyone is equally as intelligent, but other people are strong suited in different things, right? So that's my perspective on the world. And that's my perspective when I meet another human being. Uh, even if I think that they don't know as much as I do, like f when it comes to work, if I think that I am better suited for a certain job than someone else, it, I don't think that they're lesser than me. I don't think that they're not as smart as me. I just don't think that maybe they know my skill, my trade as well as I do. Um, and I, I, it's difficult to differentiate, I guess, sounds kind of cunty when I say it like that, but I really love men that are brilliant at what they do. Like, and I will say this about Saxton as much as I fucking hate to talk about him. He was a great lawyer. I mean, he was fucking brilliant. I used to kind of eavesdrop, not intentionally, <laughs> unintentionally, but I used to eavesdrop on his business calls and fuck, he was good. I mean, there's a reason why he's a millionaire. He's really good at his job. And, uh, I wouldn't say that Big Daddy's a master of his domain, but he has other qualities that I find attractive in men. The confidence, the swagger, just not needing anyone in the world. And those are the most dangerous people to lust after because they don't need you, bitch. You know, I mean, to want someone and to need someone are so different. And it's a really important differentiation because if that's even a word, <laughs> Um, I don't want to be needed. I don't want anyone to need me, but I want you to want me. You know, I, I want the king to summon me. <laughs> you know, I don't want the creep to stalk me on Facebook for a year and then profess his love to me. And no, that's creepy and fucking weird. And 
it's also the consent, the borderline of like consent that I like to dabble with. I like gray areas. I don't like things that are all white and all black. I like the beautiful gray area. Should we do this? Should we not do this? Let's play with that line of appropriateness and see where it goes. Like when I was in the military, fraternization is what they call it when an officer and an enlisted person have sex or have a relationship, I should say. Most of my relationships involve sex. Most of them. (laughs) Uh, So fraternization is always something that turned me on. I love the naughty. I love it when it's wrong. That's when it feels so right to me (laughs) when you shouldn't be doing it. Um, maybe that's just my own demons, you know, who knows, but, uh, I love it when it's so bad that it's good. That's my favorite thing in a guy. Um, we're going to take a super quick commercial break. And when we come back, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into this, uh, sexually what I love in a guy and physically what really turns me on. So we'll be right back after this. And we're back. So. What really turns me on a guy physically, and this is not racist. This is not meant to be rude or insulting in any way. Um, I've been attracted to all different kinds of guys for all different reasons, but I will tell you right now what really does it for me. It's typically a white guy who is six foot tall or higher, usually around six foot four, has like a refrigerator body. And what I mean that it's like built. Um, no like visible fat, clearly well-kept somebody who works out or has a really physical job and is just in shape. I don't like a lot of like cellulite on guys. I don't like a big old fucking belly. That's gross. I've had hairy guys. I've had not hairy guys, black, white, Mexican, (laughs) chocolate, caramel, all different flavor guys. Um, the only kind of guy that I've never fucked is an Asian guy. I don't think. Now that I really think about it, I did live it. I was stationed in Japan for a few years, but I never fucked an Asian guy. Um, not that I wouldn't, I'm sure that if I met the right one, I would, but just my typical preference is like a white guy between the ages of 40 and 60, which is funny because big daddy is 64. So he's outside my range, but between like 40 and 60, who just kind of have it going on. They have all their shit together. They're well-spoken, well-educated, all their teeth are white, and they're well-kept. That really does it for me. I love that. But also, Saxton was almost shorter than me, so he falls outside my physical requirements, so to speak. So, I mean, I've been known to differ, right? And I've had a few milk chocolate guys that were fucking sexy. And by milk chocolate, I mean, like, mixed-race black and white guys that are fucking awesome. But sometimes their dicks were too big. That's never good (laughs) because it's like, ow, (laughs) yes, no, yes, no. Um, (laughs) sorry. You got to find the perfect line. You know, I've also met white dudes that have like Leviathan massive cocks that came out of nowhere. You're like, wow, (laughs) where did that come from? But dudes that have curved dicks, like that, I, one time I was with this army dude and he was, had it going on. He was perfect. I mean, talk about the perfect Aryan race. Not that I really give a shit about that kind of thing, but he was like blonde hair, blue eyed from Belgian, Belgium, excuse me. And his dick curved way to the right. And it like hurt my pussy. Like, no, thank you. 
I don't want to fuck that anymore. It was like a one and done kind of deal. Plus, I'm pretty sure he slipped me a Xanax. But, <laughs> oh, that remains to be seen. Cops were never called. Don't worry. But, I mean, I've had so much experience, not to sound like a total hoe, but I know pretty much what I want when I see it. And it's, like I said, usually just a dude who's well-kept, who's got it going on. And that sucks because most of the guys between 40 and 60, white guys who are professionals and masters of their industry, most of them have families and kids and a whole fucking life. And they don't want a girlfriend or a sugar baby or somebody like me, which sucks. Uh, And they certainly don't respect me and they don't view me in that way. Like my biggest problem I'd say is the men that I'm most attracted to, they view me as a fuck toy. They don't view me as an equal, which I mean, I'm really not. They've got 20 plus years life experience on me, sometimes 30, sometimes 40. Yikes. Um, but yeah, so that's troublesome. And I think that's the root of many of my issues. I've always been attracted to older men. Uh, young men have never done it for me. They probably never will. I was married to a man uh, within five years of my age, and of course it didn't work out. The reason why I was attracted to him is because he was my boss when I met him, my supervisor in the military, and I think that had a huge part to do with it. Plus, you know, I will say this about my ex-husband. he He's a fucking genius. I mean, he's so fucking brilliant, but he's so goddamn lazy. When it came to fucking, he was lazy. When it came to working, he was lazy, and I just I can't get off on that. That doesn't do it for me. And I'm certainly not looking for another husband, by no means. I probably never am going to get married again. Don't have the inclination. Uh, I would love to have a son. I would love to have a child, but without the dude. Like, if I could just have a son by some rich guy <laughs> and not even have him pay for it or any, or just some, like, handsome guy, you know, and then just leave, I'll figure it out my own. My family will help me. I'll be fine. Just give me a son, (laughs) you know, like that's kind of where I'm headed lately in life. I used to say that I hate kids and they're disgusting. Bitch, I don't mean that. I'm, I am a human being. I think kids are pretty fucking cool and I think I'd be a really badass mom, but I need somebody with the body of a Greek God, (laughs) you know, I don't want to have an ugly kid. Nobody wants to have an ugly kid. Who the fuck wants that? But the problem with fucking super old dudes is I might have a retarded kid. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Have a fucking baby that pops out looking like fucking Benjamin Button. Fuck that. (laughs) This is why you don't have babies with your sugar daddies. No. um, But getting back to it, uh, of course, hygiene is one of the most important things to me. I'm not going to eat your asshole if it smells like shit. I mean, that shit better smell like roses. Sorry. I am a millennial. Sometimes we eat ass and eating ass is fucking awesome. But all the things that attract me in, in men is just that mind blowing sex. And I think there's so much to do with that confidence and that swagger that transfers into the bedroom and, um, really speaks to me sexually. Like I, I want a sexual partner who's not a novice. I want someone who knows exactly what they want and what they're doing. Uh, not necessarily, I don't need to be dominated and I don't necessarily need to dominate anyone. I mean, I've had mutually sexual relationships that were outstanding out of this world. Uh, very respectful. And it really blew my mind. I've had some amazing sex that way. Big daddy wants to fucking dominate and beat me. 
y'all, that ain't me. And after the last podcast that I put out, just for the record, Big Daddy called me that night at midnight. So I don't know if he listens or not, but hey, Daddy, we broke up. Like, clearly, I don't think he remembers because he was texting me today trying to get me there. And I'm like, I'm so over him. Getting over him. I don't want you to fucking beat me. I want you to kiss me all over and love me and respect me. Marry me. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't make up my mind. That's another thing. Like I said, none of this is really written in stone. I love the gray area. Should we do it? Shouldn't we do it? And the fact that I got this new boss that is really fucking attractive. He's like six foot three, salt and pepper hair, perfect ass, really nice body, well-spoken, military veteran, respects me. I don't know. It's just, ooh, I want to sit on his face. Ooh, and ride it. Anyway, <laughs> that's what does it for me. You know what really does it for me? Anyone in the world who is my boss. <laughs> like, how fucked up is that? Maybe I need to see a shrink about that, a psychologist, and really work through these issues. Because for whatever reason, every time I work in... Except I had this one boss when I was working for this irrigation company. He was, like, missing teeth and he didn't shower. And that was... I was never attracted to him. Never, ever, ever. Um, but, man, I love fucking my boss. I don't know what it is. I just... There's something about it that... I just know my life is going to be easier. And what if he's amazing in bed? Mm, Wouldn't that be wonderful? Just that secretary moment. Mm, Sorry. If anyone's seen the movie, The Secretary, it's about a very dominating relationship that's also super kinky. Highly recommend it. I think it's... I don't want to get the actor's name wrong, so I'm not going to say it. But he's the same guy that's in the blacklist. And, uh, yeah, super awesome movie. <laughs> super sexy. Underwhelming ending. I will say that. But, anyway, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Those are the things that turn me on about a guy. I like a brain. I like a body. And if you're my boss, you better get that mouth ready, boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. My preferred flavor is vanilla with a little spice, a little picante. But I'm open to anything, honestly. It's been fucking months with no quality dick. I'm so open to anything is stupid. Wherever you are, whoever you are, I hope that you're having good sex, great sex. It's good for you. Self-care, self-love. It is the holiday season, so you know what that means. Fuck everybody and take care of yourself. If you need something, if you need a massage, if you need a fucking pedicure, if you need a new purse, if you need some new shoes, go and get it for yourself. You need it. Fuck everybody else. Seriously. Like, don't be stressed down in the holiday season about everyone else in your life. And if you're feeling obligated towards somebody, that should be a huge red flag. Um, so just take some time to do some yoga and take care of yourself today, okay? Thanks so much for tuning in. I love y'all. Rose out.